Welcome, fellow Luminaries, to another episode of Quest for Five, your guide to the enchanting world of Disney Loracana. We're your hosts, I'm Faith, and with me is my co-host, Michael. And today we're going to be talking about Rise of the Floodborne strategies with the newly revealed cards and organized play. All right, so we got really lucky this time, and uh, just the way that organized play was set up, we got bonus cards on top of our regular uh card packs for playing and so we came out with a total of six card packs so we're going to split this up into two we're going to do three packs now and we'll do three packs uh at the end of the episode so faith you want to go ahead and start us off with the first pack okay so we have a jetsam ursula spy a genie oh thank goodness i was really looking impressive. for this one develop your brain Scar, Fiery Upriser, Healing Glow, Break, You Have Forgotten Me, Lilo, Moana, Chosen by the Ocean, a Captain Hook, Captain of the Jolly Roger, and another Lilo, Making a Wish. So we got both Lilos in this pack. And the Beast is Mine. Way to go. All right. That was a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Might want to move that extra card out of the way. Yeah. Next pack. Make sure to keep them separate so we can do the creatures later. Yeah. All right. The wardrobe. Aladdin, Prince Ali, Merlin, self-appointed mentor, mentor, Minnie Mouse, always classy, Sebastian, court composer, Aladdin, cornered swordsman, Rafiki, mysterious sage, Dr. Facilier's cards. Close enough. Okay. Triton, the sea king, Maui, hero to all. Tomatoa, so shiny. Finally, we got a third one. And Philatides, trainer of the heroes. Nice. All right. I'm pretty happy with that one, too. Do we have um, Maui, hero doll? We might have one. Okay. Because I wasn't sure. I'm excited about him. King Triton? Yeah. That would be nice to have a second one of those. King, Yeah, Tomatoa. So shiny. Okay. All right, let's get to the third one. All right, starting with a Yzma, Sudden Chill, Donald Duck strutting his stuff. Number 10 of that. Goofy Daredevil, Puna Matata, Fire the Cannons, Another Goofy Musketeer, another Lilo Galactic Hero, Dragonfire, Mulan Imperial Soldier, another Gantu Galactic Federation Captain, and another Tinkerbell Giant Fairy. Amazing. All right. And this Tinkerbell Giant Fairy is shiny. She's a foil. Love it. Oh my god. I can't remember if we have four. I think I only have three of her. Yeah, this will be your fourth one. Oh my gosh. 
And I'm excited to have another one of him. Gantu. Gantu. He's hard to play with the steel and amethyst, mm-hmm. but yeah. All right. Stay tuned to the end of the episode for the next three card packs. All right. So there were a lot of cards revealed this week. We're going to be going through seven of them, but I will quickly mention the others that we aren't getting into. Merlin Goat, another bounce card, which when he leaves, gain one lore. Merlin, Merlin Crab, so he's a supporter type card where when he's played and leaves play, give a character plus three strength for that turn. Mem's Strength, when you play her, either banish her or return a character of yours to your hand. Mem Snake. Snake, thank you. Mem Dragon is evasive, and when you play her, either banish her or return two chosen characters of yours to your hand. Also, Note that she's legendary with seven willpower and four lore. That's one of the dragons that we were talking about where it came from. This is one of those dragons where you want to use Fang Crossbow for. This is this is this is the silver bullet for that. Yeah. All right, uh, Faith, do you want to go ahead and read us the uh, first card we're going to be talking about today? Our first card is Merlin in squirrel form. He is an amethyst with a two play cost, and he is inkable. His ability is look before you leap. When you play this character and when he leaves play, look at the top card of your deck, put it on either the top or the bottom of your deck. Right, so it seems like we could have an almost all Sword in the Stone deck. Well, after there's this. so many. Like I literally all of the ones that they've released, a majority of them have been either Merlin or Mim. It feels like it. Yeah, definitely. Um, another thought is it's pretty similar to the Yzma card from set one, mm-hmm. uh, with a slight difference of where you could um, you could pretty much just swap between the two. For the sl- there's a slight difference between them, but the main strat here is just drop it down quickly, use them to take out and use them to take out a card like Lilo. So you bounce them, take out something like Lilo, who gets two quests per turn is just a one play cost, mm-hmm. and then uh, just use uses ability to. Look at the top card of your deck. Put it on the top or the bottom. Mm-hmm. All right. So this next card is from the German Discord, which just means that this card was released in another language, but it will be in English in this release. Um, so this card is an ruby. Couldn't remember the name of this color for a minute. Um, ruby. It's Lady Tremaine, the arrogant matriarch. Her action is not for you. When you play this character, all opponents with more lore, then you lose one lore. Um, And she is a two play cost and not inkable. So this card got some heat on Reddit. There are not a lot of fans of her. But I think this is an excellent card for multiplayer games. Um, Love this card to help either slow down at the end or keep other players down while you're still doing setup, which is kind of key for Ruby. Um, and one thing I would say is it's very similar to like Ruby Aladdin where you play him and everyone loses one lore. Mm-hmm. Except this one, the, the prereq is that all, um, you know, the opponents have to have more lore than you, which is pretty easy to do or pretty easy to come across when you're playing a Ruby deck. Yeah. Um, so the next card is another amethyst. It is Arthur Wizard's Apprentice. Um, this one was printed in, um... French. French. I almost said France, and I was like, that's not <laughs> the correct term. Um, but he is a three play cost and non inkable. 
And his ability is, when this character is questing, you may return one of your other character to your hand to gain two lore. So this card is really a quest for three. So what I mean by that is it's a, and it has one lore when he's questing, but his ability, when this character is questing, you may return one of your other characters to your hand to gain two lore. So as long as you have other cards in play, he's really questing for three points, mm -hmm. which is crazy at a three lore, uh, a three play cost. Um, well, yeah, and if you have like a character out there that's about to get banished, just use him, put it in your hand, and then play it again. Right. Um, this is absolutely going to be a key card in building a bounce deck. Um, I think that's for me. yeah, it's going to be absolutely perfect for anyone trying to go for that bounce deck with Mim and. Um, all the other Sword in the Stone characters that we've been seeing. Um, this card is also amazing for protecting your other like two low lore questers with super low defense. Mm -hmm. Something like Lilo, you know, playing this down, and you know someone's going to take out Lilo as soon as as soon as you have her out, right? And so you place this down, pick up Lilo after she's quested. Boom! That's you know that's five that's five lore right at the beginning of the game. Like this card is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. The next card we have is an emerald card. It is Prince John, the greediest of all. He has a three play cost and is not inkable. He also has a two willpower and one attack. He also has ward. And then his ability is I condemn you. Each time an opponent discards one or more cards, you can draw that many cards. So I think this is a key card for keeping up with bounce decks. Um... It's just each time that a player uses a bounce card and gets to draw more cards, you also get to draw those. You, you get to draw cards too when they're when they're discarding, right? And so, wait, with the bounce effect, you don't discard cards though. Some of them are like w like when they leave play, you get to draw cards, and so it's not necessarily go back to your hand. But when you like, you know, bounce them into your discard, then you get to use this. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a, a. This is also another great card for multiplayer because oh. you could end up um, just drawing, you know, fourteen cards. You know, if if there's enough action going on in a four or five player game. I was gonna say, imagine that with a whole new world. Right, and that's one of the things that we're actually talking about on Reddit is um, people were talking about like, what if a whole new world got played? You know, almost back to back. So, well, if you get if you played a whole new world and uh you know there's seven cards that get discarded you draw your seven plus another seven for the seven that just got discarded you now get to start your turn with 14 cards the the size of your hand on this with prince john could be nuts absolute bonkers um but this is where that danger of losing all when you draw all of your cards and you lose the game mm. this is where this comes in something like this could come around and bite you in the ass real quick if you end up drawing too many cards and you don't have anything to draw you lose mm -hmm. so double-edged sword but you're really having to rely on like having to draw a crap ton of cards um, but i think we're definitely going to start seeing with set two effects we're going to start seeing people actually get Near, near the bottom of their decks finally mm -hmm. he also has a two lore and this was also released in french yeah so i think this is a great card he is definitely gonna be added in um i wish he was inkable though uh because 
Like if I am playing a bounce deck, I probably actually it would be 50-50 if I played them. Like if it was one on one, I would. But if it's a multiplayer game, I'd honestly honestly be a little worried because if I didn't know like if if I didn't know if two more people in the multiplayer game were playing bounce decks, um, I probably wouldn't play him just because I'd be worried about running out of cards. Yeah. Our next card is another ruby. It is Scar, and he is also French, and I don't know what his subtitle is. I think it might be Vicious Trickster. I think that mm. might be the French translation. Okay, um, but he has a 7 play cost, is not inkable, has a 5 willpower, and 6 attack. He's also a 2 lore. And then his ability is when he banishes a character in a challenge during your turn, you may ready him. He can't quest again this turn. And I think he might be Rush. I forgot to check oh, on yeah. that. He is. You put Rush right there. Oh, perfect. Okay, so this is a great card. I and, don't fully understand what his ability is. Okay, perfect. And this is a great opportunity to get into a little bit more. So this card got a lot of flack on Reddit, but I don't think people are giving this card enough credit. This card would let you go in. So you could drop Scar and he could take out two or three characters in a single turn because his ability is when he when he challenges a character, he gets the ready again. So he can keep challenging mm. characters until he dies. So you could end up putting this Scar down. You might have a seven play cost, but you're getting rid of two or three cards in one turn. Yeah. Alternatively... If you combined him with healing items or Rapunzel, where um, she heals and lets you draw cards for, for up to three damage dealt. So you could you know play Scar, uh, take out one of the cards, then play Rapunzel, draw three more cards, and then possibly find the healing item, use it if you want it on Scar, and have Scar attack again and again. Or if you already have healing cards on the play already, they're just, they can heal him up, and he could take out you know four or five cards. In a single turn, he you might be losing him, but you just swipe you just wipe the entire board. Mm -hmm. I think this is a fantastic card for something like the Stitch Flood strategy, where you mm -hmm. just end up with a bunch of like low cost characters who have lo likely low attack or low defense. Mm -hmm. Just wipe them out with this scar, and you've cleared the board. The only thing I see with that is like his seven play cost. It's really hard to get that many cards in your inkwell. Especially for Ruby. Mm -hmm. I agree. But if you were running like um, Ruby Sapphire, you're building up that inkwell pretty decently already. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is obviously a late game card with it being seven play cost. But, you know, that's kind of when you need someone to come in and wipe the board. And mm -hmm. so this, I think this is great. The next card we got is a Steel. It is Li Shang, which I'm so excited about because it's from Mulan. Um, he has a five play cost and is inkable. He is a two lore, six defense, and three attack. And his ability is when he quests, your other characters gain evasive for this turn. So I think, first of all, this is definitely a needed card for Steel. The lack of evasive feature makes this a great addition for tackling decks that rely on it. And where, um, and here's the thing, when he's when there aren't evasive cards on the field and you don't need him, he's inkable. So just go ahead and throw him in the inkwell if that's not a strategy you need mm -hmm. when facing that opponent. So I think 
perfect backup strategy of just like inking him um and that six willpower totally makes up for the only three strength mm-hmm. um i love this card uh if i was running steel this card would probably definitely be in there mm, okay so our next card is a sapphire um it is prince charming heir to the throne he's a four play cost is inkable three defense three attack and three lore so quick little fun note about this card if you look at his hand he's actually appears to be holding up part of a sword that's missing from cinderella stouthearted she has a chunk of her sword her sword missing now this information comes from mushu report uh but it would make total sense that he is searching uh for mm-hmm. cinderella and instead of a uh, glass slipper. instead of a glass slipper it's the part of her sword um I think that's just great storytelling and imagery. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think um, so too. But what else I love is that there's three lore count at a four play cost. Yeah. That is nuts. Gives um, like Mad Hatter vibes. Right. And granted, he only has like three uh, willpower, but he's also got three strength. So attacking him is still going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, especially like in the mid range at the middle of the game when you're art, when you, you know, fourth, fifth round playing four. Uh, uh, four play cost characters like honestly this is a great card too i'm i'm loving every card that i'm seeing at a set two and i don't even know how i'm supposed to combine those set one cards because i'm just going to want to use all set two yeah i'm going to want to use all of them except scar because no listen to the bonus episode on our issue about scar it was the yeah the lion king one you can hear our argument about scar I had to delete like five minutes of us debating about what makes a good villain. It just got a little off track, but it is what it is. All right. Thank you, Faith, for reading off those cards. All right. So turning your attention over to our cards of the week, we could not pick a best card of the week, but we do have our favorites. And mine was Eye of Fates, which is a four play cost item. It is inkable, and its ability is seen in the future. Exert and chosen character gets plus one lore this turn. Um, favorite card of the week, simply because of the combos I got in, and it won me back-to-back three-player games, and it just constantly comes in handy. Honestly, couldn't be more happy with keeping this card in my deck. Yeah, he went from, like, he had, like, 14 lore, and the girl and I that we were playing with him, we, like looked at his cards and we're like oh he doesn't have that much lore in these cards like it's fine we don't really need to like do any defense yet and then the next turn he wins and we were like what the hell and it's because of that card it's a fantastic card um it's gonna be hard for me to find a better item that i want to include in my um sapphire emerald deck than than this card Mm -hmm. with uh, with set two um, my favorite card of the week is Triton the Sea King. He is a um, sapphire, which I have started playing um, Amethyst Sapphire along with my regular Steel Amethyst. This is my little experimental de- um, deck. So King, yeah, Triton is a nine defense. So once I put him out there. There wasn't a whole lot that you guys could do because I was already like up there with the lore and they couldn't take him out. Time yeah. and he's got a two lore count, so he was just out there doing his thing. Yeah, you couldn't do much. Uh, you didn't play him 
you didn't get to play him much, but when you did have him out, he was uh, an absolute tank. So organized play went pretty good for the both of us. We both came in with new main decks and new um, experimental decks. My main deck didn't change. It didn't? No. Oh, I thought you did made some changes. No. Okay. Well, I added like one or two cards in it, but for the most part, it's the same. I was feeling so good about the uh, Sapphire-Emerald combo from the previous week that I actually decided to make it my new deck, so I got it sleeved with our with my custom sleeves, and then um, made some additions, and I haven't lost a game yet with that deck. Mm-mm. Um, so it's been <laughs> really nice. Uh, we played some games at home, and... F- Faith did Faith did not enjoy playing against it. Uh, I had to switch to my experimental deck to give her a break from the losses. Um, but I'm feeling really good about it. I'm not sure I would make any major changes. Um, maybe just increasing the card count of some cards like as they come in. But overall, I'm thrilled with it. Um, I know I'll be making some changes to it with set two, like with um, Bell Hidden Hidden Archer. I think is the is the mm-hmm. subtitle for it, but that bell's a great card if i remember right it's when someone challenges you they have to discard their cards or discard or banish their character can't remember off the top of my head exactly but uh, i know that's definitely gonna be a card i want in here um that and probably prince charming just for that lore count and prince john uh the greediest of all that we talked about earlier in this episode mm-hmm. Um, as far as the experimental deck went, this week it was um, Ruby and Amber, and I felt pretty good about it. I didn't have like a lot of success, but I didn't have exactly the cards I wanted with it. Uh, this was kind of supposed to be like a mid-game, um, uh, a kind of a mid-game deck where I slow down at the start and then like really pick up in the middle. Um, I have like Mulan and help uh, Aladdin heroic outlaw in here. It's kind of those like main helpers mid late game uh, to be getting some lore. Um, I did all right, but it was just very different for the setup than what I'm used to with playing primarily with Sapphire. So um, I know I'm going to need to make some changes, I think for this, but I really don't have the cards I would need. I think four here, uh, the biggest issue I ran into, uh, which is what I understand is just common with uh, Ruby decks, is just there were times where I did not have any cards that I could ink or I had like, you know, Mulan in my hand. And I was like, well, I need Mulan. I can't ink her right now. Um, and so I was like stuck. I remember being stuck for like three turns at four cards in my inkwell. And that's just not a feeling I'm used to. So yeah, I didn't enjoy it. Well, I did enjoy the deck, but I didn't enjoy those moments. So I know that I really like the idea of playing with Ruby, especially because Faith doesn't play with it. Um, And so it would be nice to be able to have free range for any of the Ruby cards we get. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, when she was constructing her deck, she's like, I think I want to try Sapphire. I was like, a little part of me died. I was like, no. Okay, but we have a lot of the same Sapphire cards. I know. But I was like, Dang. Free range, out the window. Uh, okay. To be fair, I do want to start getting into steel a little bit, though, especially with those resist keywords. Um, well, and the thing is, 
Uh, you had first pick of the blue cards. First pick. I took whatever you didn't want. Yeah, so. but knowing that you're going to play Sapphire, I'm going to just, you know, end up giving you first pick of the good cards, because I know me. Okay, well. Am I wrong? No, but don't complain, then. It's you're doing. Oh, yeah, God forbid I'm nice to you. Oh, my God. If you do play with steel, we can go through some. We can go through steel cards together. All those current steel cards are going to be trash compared to the new steel cards. Okay, well. Except a whole new world and Tinkerbell. Yeah. You can't. Have, well, I may be willing to give you a whole new world. No. Because I don't even use it that much. Like, intentionally or just because you don't draw it? Intentionally. Interesting. Okay. Honestly, everyone is obsessed with that card, but truthfully, I feel like it ends up helping your opponents more mm-hmm. than it helps you. I don't know. I don't know, and I have a lot of, when I play that deck, I have a lot of cards I want to keep and I don't want to get rid of, mm-hmm. and so I don't ever end up playing that card. So, I don't know. I don't love it, so you can have it if you I want. <laughs> Maybe the issue, though, is that we're, you're playing it with Amethyst, and Amethyst lets you keep drawing cards, mm-hmm. whereas other deck color deck or ink colors are not so good See, about yeah, that. yeah, I feel like it would be good with a different color, so that's why you can have that steel. But there's a lot of steel cards that are still good that I just had, like, I already have, like, three or four in my deck that I don't need any more stuff like that sure so i don't know i feel like you could definitely make one and a lot of the cards that we're drawing are a lot of like the steel yeah mm-hmm. the only color you can't have is my amethyst unless we get more and then you can take your pick but for I right think now we're gonna have an uh unbalanced amount of amethyst cards from set two so we might be okay oh yeah true 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 yeah i think i'm gonna pro- i'll probably wait then <sighs> before I take any skill cards because I know that like I really want to do like a minion deck where I, I think I talked about this last week too where it's like Mickey and his brooms work really well mm. and then there'll be other cards um there were other cards that work like this uh, like in the bonus episode from Lion King I talked about how it would be really nice to have a scar that then has like minion abilities like mickey mouse and the brooms do but with hyenas um so i think there'll be more options like that coming up and i think um i think that will be a big strategy that i want to go for depending on what exactly those abilities end up being so before i make any big changes again i kind of want to see the full range of set two cards yeah and set three is right around the corner too so yeah but anyways i really liked my sapphire amethyst deck i think it worked really well um i was pretty happy with it and you when you talk about like changing your decks and like adding stuff you go off a strategy i just go off the cards because i like the cards i don't have any strategies with my deck i just pick what i like yeah and 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 it's worked out really well for me so yeah no granted we're not playing in like hardcore competitively like we're playing in a small town um where there's a decent amount of players um, but the store, the, our local game store really stresses the play the cards you want and enjoy the game, um, instead of like 
you know, construct these like meta decks and go at it um, just in the way that they choose how to like give out the, the points each week. Um, and they're not doing like winter tournaments. They're just like, come here, play and have a good time. So, so far, the both of our strategies of thinking, stra thinking strategically and oh, I pick the cards that look pretty, uh, both have been working just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been really fun. Um, this week, our game store um, got some new, like, merchandise in, and they had, um, like, card sleeves, deck boxes, the... Portfolio book. Portfolio book. Um, and they let the people at League have first pick because we actually play the game, which was really nice, so it didn't allow those scalpers to come in and buy these and then raise the price. Like, she... They let us pick first and have first dibs, which was so nice. Um, so I got a new deck box for my second deck. Um, it's a Captain Hook themed one. Yeah, which I really like. And then um, Michael got the portfolio book of the Evil Queen that we're going to put like our legendary cards in. Yeah, so. legendary cards are like you know the port the big oversized cards. And I think I, I was also thinking about putting in the. Um, the promo cards mm -hmm. so just like one of each of those yeah and oh, then we also got a promo card too yeah we both got um hey hey the promo card and it's foil mm -hmm. and i think all promo cards might be foil I think they are too because our yizma was foil too but yeah, yeah i oh we also got we had such a big haul yeah, this big week. haul check out our social media to see a full view of everything we got mm -hmm. um we also got six card packs and uh, we both got the Sapphire Lorcana pin. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, heck of a haul. Thrilled with it. Um, yeah, we got our... We got we lucky. got six card packs because at the end of each um, week, they give us a card pack for just playing. And then because it was the end of an eight-week period... Four-week four period. Four-week period. Eight weeks in total, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they give pins out at the end of every four weeks. So last, at the first four weeks, we got the Scar pin. And this four weeks, we got the Lorcana pin. And she also gave each person an additional two packs for playing. Was it just playing for the full eight weeks? Like, what was what was that? I think the way uh we were kind of heading out but i think she was just like saying that this was also like she set aside packs for mm -hmm. being here at the end of the second fourth week period or, or whatever i think she yeah, might she give out bonus she, packs she said that she had a lot and she was waiting till the end of all the um is it 16 weeks I think the total organized play season is 16 weeks. 16 weeks. She had a bunch of these packs, and she was going to give them out to people. And she was like, well, I'm going to split it in half. So at the end of eight weeks, I'll give each player two packs. And then mm. at the end of the next eight weeks, she'll give two more packs. So we got six packs in total this week. Yeah, and here's the thing. I am so glad that I made the drive to get here today, or get here for it that day. So I ended up going to a concert the night before organized play, and I in was like Boise, Idaho, which is six hours away. Six hours away, right? And so I'm sitting here thinking, trying to think about how I'm going to get back. So I rearranged all my plans. I woke up my sister. Who I went down to the concert with. I woke her up at like six morning, six in the morning, and I was like, okay, we got to go. Uh, 
Uh, so she just hopped in the car, fell back asleep, and I just drove. Uh, I was quick. Like, I made one stop for coffee. Um, a second stop, because... Yeah. Guess who finally <sighs> caught up to I him. Was, I was... I definitely might have sped just a little bit to get to organized play in time. Um, ended myself up with a nice little speeding ticket. So it really shows the dedication willing to get an expensive speeding ticket to be there on time for Larkana. This game has become too important in my life. I Everything's built around it now. I've looked at my schedule for the next months now and I'm like, okay, well, you know, like we're going on vacation in January and then I was like, wait a minute, are we going to be gone on a Saturday? Okay, great. We're not going to be gone on a Saturday. Cool. So I'm like, I'm like looking at far ahead to make sure that we are here for every Saturday. And if not here, I'm wherever we're going to be, I'm looking for an organized play uh, store. So, yeah, I'm as dedicated as you can get to this game, I think. Yeah. I mean, great reward for driving all the way up. We got a lot of stuff. Yeah, we had quite the haul. Uh, I would definitely say worth driving up. Mm-hmm. But a um, little bit more about organized play. Let's see. We played... Um, do we play any one-on-one games? No. Those have, like, just... Gone out the window. Yeah, I don't... Everybody just likes playing in the bigger groups because I feel like you get to play more cards. Yeah. Um, our store has definitely not been doing a lot of one-on-one games. I It's been a while since we've, like, actually had a full full period of just one-on-one games. I don't I think we've ever have, but... like it's also because people are just getting so uncomfortable with each other. Mm. And, like getting so friendly that we all just want to play together yeah so did you hear that they were thinking about adding a second day of um play no in a week yeah they were thinking about adding a second day but they were like oh but we can't give out like we don't have that many cards set aside for that many more people Mm. you know and i'm like low-key i would show up just to play and have fun um yeah even if it came without packs what was but, the one guy saying? There was, like, some news that he told you that you didn't know yet? Are you talking about the seven-year thing? Yeah. Oh, um, he said originally they were only planning on supporting the game for seven years. Um, and this was uh, from an interview that the lead designer had um, on YouTube when the game first released. But that is changing because, I guess, shocker, they didn't account for how successful this game would be. And so now they're rethinking the seven years thing. Yeah, which I assume seven years was kind of just like what was set for a business deal so that Disney had an idea like, okay, this will work for seven years. But I think like this is turning into an absolute cash cow. And as long as they keep doing good with the game and having good strategy and like, you know, especially if they start handling tournaments well, um, I think this card has the this card game has the potential to last a lot longer than seven years. Yeah. I wonder how long they thought Magic the Gathering would last when they first launched it. Because that came out in the 80s, I want to say. I'm pretty sure it was the 80s. And um, there's no way they said, oh, yeah, this game is going to last all the way until 2020s. And now it's, you know, just as popular as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So, and here's the thing. They've constantly got new sources of material for this game. Like, Disney's always putting out more stuff. Um, and they barely touched the movies. In the grand scheme of it, and they've still got TV shows and like partnerships that haven't even touched Pixar. So, I think there's more than seven years worth of content here. Mm-hmm. Well, not if they keep releasing them as fast as they are. 
Well, that's why they have Dreamborn and Floodborn versions, mm -hmm. so they can just keep on, you know, they, they don't have to touch the story versions, you know. They're, they'll do it, event, they'll eventually get through all the ver options for Storyborn, but um, I'm sure the, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the bulk of the cards are kind of, like, Dreamborn, and then, like, you know, picturing it like an upside-down horseshoe, or, yeah, horseshoe, you know, one starting off with Storyborn kind of low low number and then most of them are dreamborn and then you know lower number of floodborn yeah or they could just go crazy with floodborn which i'd be totally okay with mm -hmm. I'd, I'd love the totally original versions of these characters all right and we're back with the final three card packs from today's uh, organized play faith let's get to it all right all right so we got an elsa queen regent Another genie, the Ever Impressor, Aurora, Briar Rose, Sergeant Tibbs, Stitch, New Dog. I have no idea how to pronounce that. Is it Cerberus? Yep. Nice. Three-headed dog. Olaf, The Beast is Mine, Grandma Tala, Lady Tremaine, Wicked Stepmother, Scar Mastermind, and an Aladdin Heroic Outlaw. I think that's our fourth Heroic Outlaw, too, which is perfect. Um, so, yeah, Heroic Outlaw. Do we have a Lady Tremaine? We have one. Okay. Did you put it in your deck? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I feel like when you play this character, you may return an action card from your discard to your mm -hmm. hand. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of actions. Imagine that, played with a whole new world. Mm, yeah. Oh, man, that would be nice. I Gee, wonder how a Steel Emerald deck would work. That's an interesting... I don't know. Hmm. I don't think I've seen anyone play that. Mm -mm. Huh. Something to think about. Let's do it. Pack number two. Quick note, we tragically lost the audio for the last two card pack openings, so um, we're just going to head into the outro. Thank you. Stay tuned for more tips, strategies, and updates in our future episodes. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and follow us on social media at Quest5Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and TikTok. Seriously though, rating, reviewing, subscribing, you hear every podcast say it, but the truth of it is... It does help so much in getting noticed and finding other people. And we would love for more people to find us so we can have more conversations and like hear more ideas from other people. You know, we'd love, you know, to getting a feedback loop from people who are actually listening to this podcast. So anything you can do uh, to, to uh, help us out with that, like I said, rating, reviewing, that kind of thing. Um, we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Mm hmm. Thank you for joining us on Quest for Five. Until next time, keep summoning, questing, and may your inkwells never run dry.